Health Chats. I'm Claire Davis and I'm working with you for better emotional fitness. This month our topic is sleep and I've got the lovely Callie Patrick with me. Hello Callie, how are you? Hi Claire, I'm well. That's good. Now I, I can hear a bit of an accent there. So you're not from <laughs> the UK. Would you like to tell everybody where you're from? Yes, I'm from Boston, Massachusetts in the US. Wow, Boston, Massachusetts. And I love the way you say that, Callie. So thank you for joining <laughs> us. And can you just tell all the viewers, um, Callie's a professional on sleep, so she's going to tell us a little bit about what she does. But So can you tell all the viewers and listeners what you, who you are? Who is Callie Patrick? Sure. Well, I'm an adult sleep and well-being coach. And as, as I said, I do work virtually from Boston, Massachusetts. So I have clients both in our country and all over the world, which is very exciting. And prior to becoming a sleep coach, I spent two decades working and managing teams in high-tech corporate organizations. Right. There I struggled with my own sleep from my early 20s, and I experienced burnout back in 2010. Ah, interesting. And um, when you say you're a sleep coach... Some people might be out there thinking, what, what is a sleep coach? So what does a sleep coach do, especially if you do it virtually? Right, right. Uh, and there are a lot of sleep coaches for children uh, and babies primarily, but I, I believe you know, adult sleep coaching is becoming more commonplace. Based on my background and experience, I focus on helping stressed out, busy professionals reclaim their sleep energy and hopefully their enthusiasm for life and I do this through a flexible process that I develop it might be a little different than other sleep coaches out there I blend health and wellness coaching techniques with therapeutic applications of yoga and meditation wow. so it's an interesting way to affect not only lifestyle and behavior change but also to support the nervous system and to help induce stress and relaxation through these techniques, the, the yoga and the meditation that are becoming much more popular uh, in this context. Yeah, and I, I love my yoga and I love my meditation. And what I'm intrigued about is um, the methods that people can use to get better sleep. Because what I find is that I can sleep really well and there are some nights where I wake up at two o'clock and then I can't go back to sleep other nights I can and I find that if my sleep's a little bit off so not great that does affect my mood and then it can become a vicious circle my mood can then affect my sleep and this happens for a lot of people so what would be great for all the viewers and listeners out there is Kali you know, we've all got those usual techniques. I've always used blackout curtains. I put a spray on as I go to sleep. Um, I read my book to calm my mind down. I don't use electronics for a couple of hours before I go to bed. So they're the usual tips. But would you have three tips that you can give people that aren't the usual ones that we hear and read about? Absolutely. That's what I love to do, not to say the same old things. So there is certainly uh, abundant advice about what I call foundational sleep hygiene practices, which are absolutely necessary for healthy sleep. But for most people I coach, they're not sufficient by themselves. 
So my first tip is that most things that we call tips and tricks are actually not likely to help someone, especially if they've had a chronic sleep issue. And in fact, many things that we think of as quick fixes are actually distractions that prevent people from discovering the root causes of their sleep struggles. And recognizing that is key. There, there are so many things out there being marketed to sleep now. And a lot of times they can be distractions or in some cases they can do more harm than good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so what, what are your tips with regards to this? Sure. So a second tip would be to shift the attention to look to the daytime for the root causes. Um, many chronic sleep struggles actually originate in the daytime, right? In a daily life that's filled with stimulation, which leads to what we call hyperarousal of the nervous system. Other words for this include the stress response and vigilance, and these are antidotes to quality sleep. And a simple, though not always easy, way to counteract that hyperarousal is to reestablish what I call a rest and recovery rhythm. We need to reprioritize making space for recovery from all the energy we're putting out and all the energy that we take in. And I like to think of it like uh, the need to eat on a regular basis, right? And if you go too long without rest, it's predictable that sleep will be lacking too. So retraining the mind and body to rest regularly reacquaints the nervous system with what we call the rest and digest state, which is that opposite of the stress response. And I'll just point out that this isn't a luxury. It's a prerequisite for quality sleep at night. Wow. So the first thing is to get to the root cause. And you would mm -hmm. obviously coach somebody to go through and find that out. And the second one is to look at your routine during the day and make sure we're resting during the day as well. Periodically resting. Correct. And it doesn't wow. need to take a long time. Rest and recreation are quite different. I think sometimes we confuse the mm -hmm. two. Yeah. So, yes, really teasing that out and learning how to, you know, bring the energy down, right? We, I, I one of my favorite words to hate is unwind, right? We need to mm -hmm. unwind before bedtime. Yeah. Why are we winding? <laughs> <laughs> That's can, interesting. Can, can we unwind a little bit during the day so that it's not yeah. all all have to, have to happen in the evening that's a really really good point so to have almost um resting snacks have little snacks of resting exactly. throughout the day yeah exactly Brilliant. i love that yeah well i've actually um heard a term called exercise snacking so where you mm -hmm. do little bits of exercise throughout the day so to me it's the same where you snack your rests throughout the day that's absolutely brilliant because that would then help you to get to that level of rest for the evening. Correct. Brilliant. Excellent. I love these tips. And what about your third tip, Callie? Sure. So my final tip, also not easy, but can be very powerful, is to remember that sleep is synonymous with surrender. It's a letting go. It's a releasing. So oftentimes I run into people who are trying to control and regulate their sleep. And unfortunately, the more likely they are to have ongoing problems 
when they're trying to make something happen. And that can be with supplements, it can be with um, just mindset, it can be in so many ways, but anytime we try to impose control or force sleep to happen, that's the best way to push it away. Wow. I, I've got to rewatch this a couple of times because you have <laughs> so much information there. So it's really, for me, the way I've interpreted what you've just said is to not try to control your sleep, to just let it happen. Yes. And again, easier said than done, especially yeah. if you've had a couple of nights of sleep that are poor quality, yeah. it can feel, we can feel more pressure yes. to sleep well the next night. And as that builds and accumulates, it just creates a bigger problem. So part of how I coach people is to take some of that pressure off yeah. and help them understand that sometimes a sleep disruption is a completely normal experience. There, there might be a, a stressor that's happening, something happening at work, a, a move of house, a reasonable reason for someone to have a bad night of sleep. But then we don't have to make it a big deal. We don't have to put yes. so much intensity on it because that's really where the, a lot of the problems come. And I'm assuming you coach people so that they're not making it a big deal. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, it's it's a lot of uh, mindset work. Yes, excellent. So it's all about the mind and we're all about positive mental health and having that emotional fitness. So there are three great tips and they weren't actually what I was expecting, Kelly. So I'm <laughs> really, really pleased with those. And I think there's a lot of detail in them. And I believe you've written a book so that you can explain these in a lot more detail. So would you like to tell everybody about your book? Of course, uh, definitely what I'm very proud of it. It's called Mastering Your Sleep Puzzle, Your 12-Week Guide to Sleeping Better. And I think of it as a jigsaw puzzle, right? There are a lot of little pieces that comprise the, the sleep yeah. picture. And if a puzzle piece is missing, if it's dropped to the floor, then it's impossible to complete the puzzle. So we want to get all the pieces on the table. And in the book, I share my 12-week process, which is really designed to help people discover those many small contributors to ongoing sleep challenges, to get clarity around which changes to make to have the biggest positive impact on sleep and energy, to surrender and fully rest their nervous system to meet these prerequisites for healthy sleep, and also from the coaching perspective, to set goals that are connected to Everything, everything else they have going on, right, that are realistic and also are connected to what each person cares most deeply about. No one wants to sleep better for the sake of sleeping better. We want to sleep better to be able to do something else. So what is that? And finally, to adapt to situations to what I call future-proof their sleep and energy so that the overall quality of relationships and mood and mental health and life also improves. Wow, that sounds absolutely amazing. And I love the fact it's a 12-week program because it means that there's structure to it, which is absolutely brilliant. And There is structure and there is also flexibility, right? So that's what I really love about it. There's, there's a structure, but within that, you can go in lots of different directions. 
Perfect. That sounds absolutely brilliant, Kelly. So thank you for sharing that with us. And there's probably a lot of people out there who would love to get in touch. So where can people actually find you? Yes, my website is kallipatrick.com. It's K-A-L-I. They can also find me at kallysleepcoach.com. Uh, there people can learn more about the book. I have a six-week online course as well called the Sleep Academy. And there are several free programs on the website to help as well. And of course, I'm on most social channels. So that's listed on my website. Uh, I'm there as Callie Patrick Coaching or Callie Sleep Coach. Sounds amazing. So Callie, you've really opened up my eyes to different methods so that we can all sleep a lot more effectively. So thank you so much for those insights and your wise words. Thank you. Well, thank you for having me, Claire. I appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed the chat. If you found any of the tips useful, follow Mental Health Chats. Thank you. Thank you.